Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome to episode 60 of Talk for the Quickfire podcast, where we ask four great questions to unique and interesting people. Behind the mic today is your host, Louis Scoopian. That's me. And let me introduce our special guest for today, Martin Fury, who's going to be answering a few questions today. Martin, please say hi to the people listening. Introduce yourself and just give us a quick rundown of who you are and what you do before I shoot some questions. Hi there, my name is Martin Fury. Um, I play uh, guitar, banjo and write songs and um, perform uh, music. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, amazing person to have on the podcast today. And um, Martin doesn't know this yet, but actually um, my favourite band is is the High Kings. And you, I think you spent 10 years with them. And most of my favourite songs have you performing them with the amazing skills of the flute absolutely incredible a true true legend of irish music and um i can't wait to ask a few questions for you today martin so if you're ready to go shall i ask uh, our first question absolutely yeah i'm ready right let's do it then so for my first question martin um how did you originally get into music and what was your first instrument um i assume your father was obviously a huge influence on that but um what's the story behind it for you um, the musical instruments were just always around the house growing up because, you know, we're a, a musical family and friends were always musical. And so we were always just invited to play the instruments if we if we ever wanted to. Mm. And, you know, when you're bored, you just um, you play, the, you know, if the guitar is there, you'll play the guitar or if the whistle is there, you'll play the whistle. And, you know, singing was encouraged, harmonies were taught, you know, how to harmonize and all these mm. lovely things, um, you know, just in the household. So we were we were very fortunate like that, if you're interested in music, to have that start. So absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you certainly were uh, you were certainly in the right family for, for the job. And um, so, so what actually was the first instrument that you picked up, if you remember? And um, and yeah, tell us a little bit about like, do, do you remember that first time that you played something or was it literally that young that you almost don't remember now? Hmm. Um, the banjo would be probably okay. the first kind of like, yeah, probably playing the banjo. Um, but um, you know, actually playing the instrument, you know, um, would have been the probably the first one I learned properly. Right. And then from there, uh, whistles and pipes and um, guitar from there and vocals all along. Um, mm. always interested in writing um, yeah. that, that's really beautiful stuff yeah I mean I have to say like the the whistles and and the flutes and stuff for me that's almost like the most kind of iconic sound of the music that kind of leads towards the feel of an Irish tune or something and I just absolutely love it and the way you play it is just absolutely fantastic it really really adds to the songs it's it's just beautiful um so obviously that's kind of how you started the music career then but um for my second question um how did that career obviously take off to going into the kind of public gigs and stuff and then obviously forward to the high king so how did that all transpire for you and go from kind of like a hobby to to starting to play and perform worldwide um, it began uh, with songwriting magazines, and thank you very much. That was very kind. No um, problem. It's all compliment, true. Compliment to the, to the Vikings and um, all the arrangements we worked so hard on. So, but um, yeah, it started kind of with with song a songwriting songwriting magazine, which you could you could join and try and and um, send people 
who who had record deals songs uh, used to be able to sign up to that and then went through to the musicians union um gigs which which you know like you know kind of the new groups of of older musicians were trying to start you know tours for people and you know trying to make work really for bands um and just got into it through all of those programs local you know kind of programs which which cities and towns the arts mm. grants obviously you know enabled um and and practice 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 i can tell <laughs> yeah i'm sure i mean so, so how many instruments do you actually play then in total i mean when you say practice i mean obviously that you can practice for many years just in one instrument but obviously you you play multiple so how many do you actually play in total um it's not uh i mean i play back up to myself um on you know like i'm not you know I, I, there's a there are a few instruments i you know whatever anything usually any stringed instrument or wind instrument usually is is okay because you know they're so but mainly just guitar and banjo really and you know whistles and pipes so yeah um that's four <laughs> yeah there you go and um a bazooki as well you know but it's just yeah. cranking out a song it's not really you know like playing the instruments there are, are great you know masters of folk and traditional music and you know song balladry is part of that certainly but it's, it's not it's not necessarily instrumental virtuosity but it, it's um you know it adds to something that everyone can join in with you know like that mm. kind of you know when you're saying how many instruments do you play it's not you know there once you get the idea of one instrument the other ones become accessible that doesn't yeah. make you great on them so to speak but yeah sure yeah that makes sense for sure but um i mean the ones that you are obviously a master of they've been heard all around the world even in the in the white house for president obama i believe and um I mean, yeah, this leads really nicely to my third question, actually, then as well. It's it's actually about the audiences, too. So um, with, with some of the other people who were in the High Kings, I kind of asked them a little bit about kind of beginner tips and stuff. But I wanted to ask you a little bit more about the sort of experience you have and the sort of, I mean, obviously, like the crowd control, some people might say. But um, so what are some of your top tips from your career and travels for leaving audiences with an unforgettable experience? Obviously, you know, music is music and there's a lot of it going around. Um, but how do you take that and make it into something that's more than just music or more than just a concert? And should you always play uh, what the audience wants or should you play what you want to play and stick to what's true in your background, do you think? Um, live, the best advice I ever received was choose someone at the back of the room who I guess, you know, isn't enjoying what you're doing mm. or not necessarily, but choose someone at the back of the room and play to them from the beginning to the end of the gig. So play the gig to one person and you choose that person mm. is, is, um, was was the best advice I got um, to begin with, you know, that way. Mm. Um, what was the, the, there was a second part to the question there. Yeah, so um, should you, I mean, for, for musicians who are kind of, well, it's quite easy to get carried away with um, trying to just play what the audience wants. But obviously all these bands, oh, yeah. they all have like a true 
sort of backstory to them they have like a background and that that's their identity in a sense so do you think that um that that bands should always play kind of what the audience wants or should you play what you want to play as well and stick to what's true to your background what do you feel is is the is the key there or is it a mix well said well said yeah i remember you saying that now Mm. so um you have to i mean you've got to pay the bills and you have to not lose faith or whatever you're going to call you know, whatever it is that kind of makes musicians want to be musicians that, you know, uh, the reality is that, you know, a lot of a lot of gigs that pay can be very. They can be a bit glum because people would be more interested in drinking than they would be in music. And that's great. <laughs> we like that too. As musicians, there's nothing wrong with that or whatever it is. They might be interested in having a conversation. Mm. You'll be playing music in the bar. This is a reality of most most gigs and they want to hear what they know usually. Yeah. Um so, so, yeah, it just depends. And then, you know, I mean, when we started, we just played our own material, no matter who was there. And we made sure the band, um, we knew what we were doing and the songs were rehearsed. So even though people would regularly complain about the fact they didn't know any of the songs, they were happy that the quality of the songs were good. So I... I you know, yeah. if you're going to do original stuff, make sure it's really well rehearsed. Um, and, you know, it, it just depends where you are, really. You know, you have to you have to be happy in what you're doing. Some people are happy learning collections of songs. They have hundreds of songs. And some people are only happy, you know, playing 40 minutes of their own poetry or whatever. So mm. whatever may, helps you to enjoy what you're doing, people will pay into because so to speak, not to be too, you know. But I mean, what I'm saying is if you're enjoying it, sometimes if it's obviously, you know, say every, you know, all the practices done and everything else like that, and you're the same standard as, you know, all the bands are very good, you know, it's important to to continue to enjoy what you're doing because that's that's really part of the entertainment is is providing an enjoyment that, you know, people's day-to-day if you're lucky enough to be a performer or a musician you know and you've ever done a real job so to speak even though we're a music we're the music industry easy everyone would be doing it a t-shirt reads or read but yeah I mean just depends you have to people will you know pay in to see you know a comedy show or music or theatre you know so whatever whatever helps you to convey a spirit of enjoyment or you know joyfulness or or strength or a character whatever it is you know that keeps yourself going the audience picks up on so it's important that that's there or whatever you choose so oh yeah god that's so true i, I really feel that and um I mean, I've, I've only kind of been a fan of the High Kings really for like the last couple of years, not because I had I wasn't a fan, because I literally just only found them a couple of years ago. And I went to one of the concerts in London, I, even just looking back at the old videos with you and the guys, um, there's it's not just music. There's so much enjoyment and so much fun. That's an aspect of it. And you can see it in your faces like you just love what you're doing. And it's, it's beautiful to see. And as well, the other thing is that if you're a new singer or, or a, a band or a musician or something, the initial fans that you're picking up are going to be from people who just genuinely like you for you and the music you're producing in the band or whatever. So if you stick true to that, you're going to have this these fans who come to you, you for you, not just because you're playing to the trend. But I suppose there is obviously an element of that too, which helps to kind of get the exposure and get the band out there. But 
yeah, I suppose, like you said, really, it just it's the answer probably lies somewhere in the middle. But it's all about kind of the individuality and just what makes you what makes you buzz really on stage. But I mean, talking about the audiences and stuff, Martin. So obviously you, you've been obviously like all around the world. You've, you've done these amazing gigs in such incredible places. I've got to ask just quickly. It's not on the script. It's not one of the questions just out of curiosity for me. Um, have you had like a favorite audience or a favorite venue or just was there like an audience that literally blew your socks off? Um, and was there like a venue that you just thought was just incredible? There were a lot. All all the gigs were excellent because um, of the company I was keeping. Um, they were they were absolutely brilliant show showmen and musicians, and they they worked so hard in their career. So, um, you know, the the um, Islington was incredible. It was really really the first night in Islington. Um, the church there was was splendid. Wow. Indeed, that was that was really 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 good fun, and that that's one that really stands out. But there there were a lot. Um, Hmm. I'm just trying to think because where the heck was that? It was an, oh, Milwaukee Irish Festival. Milwaukee Irish Festival just then um, before I left the band was incredible because we got a very it was the first time we got a sense of of um of like uh I can't describe it an indescribable feeling an amazing gig we had a lot of good gigs it's a it's a difficult answer mm, you know sure. that way because. We, yeah, there were a lot of, but the the chapel, the church in Islington was, I don't know, just it was just great to go to London <laughs> and to play. So just so many people, you know, in such an amazing hall, you know, didn't even, you know, I'd never been really, you know, it was incredible. So mm. that was a really good night, you know. If I don't know if that's one of the gigs you were at, but that was great. And the Albert Hall as well was um, was great. We played with um, yes. the Young Voices Choir there. I saw the videos of that recently. Oh, wow. That was amazing. And oh, yeah, unfortunately, I haven't been to um, the Islington, Islington one. But if they ever do one in the future, I'd, I'd be uh, very glad to see it. But I'll certainly, certainly be having a look on, on YouTube tonight for any of the past clips from there. But yeah, like you said, I mean, when you have these kind of experiences that are so full of fun and joy and seeing these people just loving the work that you're producing, the sound that you're making and stuff, I can imagine it gets difficult to kind of choose a favorite when you've had so many fantastic and and brilliant experiences but i mean we're on the subject of kind of like a you know new bands and stuff now new singers coming through and staying authentic and stuff so as part of that um for my fourth question martin i wanted to ask a little bit about the kind of um going into the future of irish music so going into the future of it um what do you think is most important for new emerging irish bands to consider for keeping the tr tradition and heritage of the music alive but also bringing it to audiences with a more modern appeal also how do you find the balance in that and keep true to your culture but also keep it appealing to the newer generations um There, you know, I, oh, I have no one, idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just do do what you all just do what you do. Um, a, a producer called Gary Lowe gave me that piece of advice. Just do what you do. Hmm. Um, is is really the only thing, and then the rest is is really in um, the rock and roll swindle by by um, the great rock and roll swindle 
um, which was put together. I mean, that, that's a, that's a tongue in cheek version of of how to how to be a professional musician. You know, is it's an old kind of video. Um, so if you kind of follow those those instructions, you know, on there and and to thine own self be true, uh, musically. You know, if if you're good at the mashed potato, you know, do the mashed potato kind of. <laughs> Uh, and you can, you know, um, you know, you can do that, you know, as long as you're you're doing one thing well, you're useful to the music industry. That's great. Perfect. I think that's all we need to hear, Martin. Um, I love it. I love it. If you if you do the mashed potato, well, do the mashed potato. You know what? That's 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 advice for life. I'm gonna take that on board. Oh, yeah. yeah, you should uh, copyright that quickly because that's going on a t-shirt it, soon. It's on the movie. Get on up the James Brown story. Actually, sorry. Okay. So the James Brown story. It's a, it's a line from that. So. Ah, fantastic. Um, well, Martin, um, obviously that's the four questions done for today. But I just wanted to ask one more thing as well. Just something small. Um. So let's say we've got a listener on today who um, is loves your music, loves the kind of the flutes and the Irish flute and stuff, um, and they kind of want to get started in it, but they don't know the kind of the differences between the flutes and where to start. Um, do you have any kind of a recommendation for like a good beginner flute or just something to start with, like a, a spe- specific sort of model to look for or something um, or a brand or just something if someone wants to kind of take it up where would you sort of begin with that in a sense clark's whistle a clark's whistle um just by a clark's whistle or or a generation whistle mm-hmm. and um start there just scales there's there are seven notes or 13 with intervals um there are seven notes you have to learn and there are you can just make it all up as you go along or there are exercises mm-hmm you can practice and that that's the simple answer to that and also the queen i have to re-answer another question the queen's hall in belfast was an amazing possibly the best oh it was incredible atmosphere and board gosh in dublin as well it's amazing mm, okay yeah, if you just do that that's the best thing <laughs> sounds good well yeah I'm, I'm heading to dublin on saturday i'm seeing the gig um in vicar street on sunday so i'm, I'm looking forward to that greatly and um okay. so it, it's a very high Kingsy week for me, this one. I've got Martin on today and I've got the boys on Sunday. So I'm really looking forward to uh, to this week. But um, Martin, um, that has been our four questions for today. Well, four and a bit. Uh, I'm going to be cheeky there. Um, but before we wrap this up, it is time for what I like to call the shameless plug. Um, Martin, um, feel free to take a minute and just promote anything that you're working on, you want people to take a look at, or just something that you believe in. I know you have a Facebook page, so please do feel free to direct people to there. Um, and if you're running any gigs or anything anytime soon, please let us know where we can find your stuff. Um, okay, uh, Facebook, um, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get to 5,000 friends so I can psych people when they try and friend me, you know, <laughs> like I have way too, too many friends already. So <laughs> I'm not there yet. You know, I'm still working on the psych for Facebook. So there's, you know, there is some music on there. There's, there's music on Reverb Nation and SoundCloud. And if I'm going to promote anything, you know, I'm going to promote something which is which is a finished show and ready to go. So I would wish the lads great luck. The High Kings and uh, Paul O'Brien, the newest member there. Um, say hi to George Murphy, who's who's back home with his, his own band. Um, and just wish them the best of luck and loads of love. I'm always nice about them when I'm talking to the walls here. 
Uh, okay, loads of love, always. That's amazing, Martin. Thank you for that. Love and oh, that's that's a beautiful, beautiful way to end it off. And um, yeah, Martin, I just want to say um, thank you so much for joining me today for the Talk Four podcast. Honestly, it's been a pleasure to have you on, an absolute honor, and I'm just glad I could get to speak to you. Thank you. Thanks for uh, the kind words. Have a have a great evening. I certainly will. And you Thank guys you. too. Um, I'm not sure if you're listening in the morning or the afternoon or the evening, but I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And as I said at the start, this has been episode 60. And if you'd like to listen to our past episodes, go and have a look at our channel. And if you'd like to listen in for the future ones, make sure to hit that subscribe button and spread some love by leaving a like and a comment. Signing off for now.